to Unprofessional. It's the show where we talk to super fascinating people about anything but work. I'm Jamie Newberry, and also here, Dave Whiskus. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Excellent. Ah, oh, that's good to hear. Well, I think sooner than later, we should just go ahead and introduce our guest, because we've got one today. You know, usually we wait till the end of the show yeah. to let the guest start talking. I think maybe once we should try it where the guest talks to the whole show. I think that'd be a good thing. Okay. Well, that's all people uh, really want to hear anyway. Well, who, who do we got this week? We have Tiffany Arment. In, oh, hot damn. Hi, <laughs> Tiff. Hi. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. The cool. bigger question is, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? This has been a long time coming. Yeah, it has. And uh, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'd no, say. Don't, no, oh, don't, don't be don't, nervous. Don't, yeah. don't be nervous. <laughs> don't do that. I feel like edited. I'm doing like a little bit of the podcast circuit right now since I was just on uh, Marco's podcast, but. Nice. It's pretty uh, entertaining. Well, you know, the, uh, the, the, the green room at our show is not quite as nice as the green room at ATP, but <laughs> it's like Skittles no, instead of M&Ms or whatever. Yeah, we do yeah, our best, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, Mar- here, over here at uh, ATP, it's the red room. But ah, nice. Yeah. I see. Uh, so we met, we finally got to meet at WWDC. We did. We did. We had uh, some nice dinners together and it was very good. Some prime rib was eaten. Oh, and at that, yeah. at, at that point, it's, it's a clear no-brainer to me. We have to get you on the show now. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. And for what it's worth, Tiffany, I barely know any of the people we ever talk to. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, we're, we're, we're equally as foreign to each other as I am with almost every other guest that Dave and I have ever talked to. Yeah, I got the lowdown at dinner while we were eating. I was like, okay. <laughs> Got you tell me about her, Marco. What's going on? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but awesome. Awesome. No, I pretty much just got the, the basic facts, so I'm good. <laughs> Should oh, I what, ask what were the facts? Are? Yeah, yeah, what I'm are curious. the facts? Oh, um, that you live in Las Vegas. I do. That you have kids. Um, I have two of those. Two kids and a boyfriend. Yep, one of those. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you knew uh, Dave from work and you're a graphic designer. Sort of. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what I got. Yeah, that's it. I haven't, I haven't actually done graphic design for almost uh, probably a decade now. But, um, but yeah, I guess design is in my repertoire. So that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that, that's, that was all I, and then I know Dave. So uh, from listening to the show and meeting him at WWDC. So. So what do you guys talk about at WWDC? Probably nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah. The kinds of, nerd of stuff. Too. And Amy Jane, because she's great. She is great. I like that. That's the thing. How do you handle that when you're when you're at these things? Uh, it's especially like I remember the dinner table the one night. Uh, I, I won't go down the whole roster, but it was a lot of people who are sort of nerd podcast people. And I I, I feel like when I say the word nerd, I, it it comes off as being pejorative. I don't I don't necessarily mean it that way in this context. But it's you know people like us who are talking about computers and stuff all the time at an event that is all about people getting together to talk about computers all the time. How how does that not drive you insane? Oh, I, I find it really interesting as I always talk to Marco about his development work and I ask him questions about what he's doing and he actually answers the questions for me in terms that not just that I would understand, but also so he t- he speaks his geek language here and there and then I ask like, oh, well, what does that mean? And then he explains that and we keep on going with the conversation. So when I'm in that kind of situation, I can understand words like, code and bug and (laughs) (laughs) i ask because i I want if you can if you can get through this with your sanity i want to know how because it drives me crazy (laughs) no i mean i find it interesting because i like to know what marco's actually doing in here all day so Mm. i guess it's i just kind of got roped into the world of what's going on and he listens to podcasts in the car and thinking that i would fall asleep and sometimes i stay awake and i actually listen (laughs) to them with him and so it just kind of uh, happens that I'm kind of stuck in this world now, even though I have no idea how to code at all, at all. Oh, Not uh, even totally tried okay. once. Yeah. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Being a non-developer in a sea of developers, I, I can speak like the Apple part of the language and I can understand parts of the code mm-hmm. oh, yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not it's not my world. And I, I feel like I'm at this weird fringe and the people around me sort of assume that because I'm there, I must know these things. And I just kind of smile and nod and like, yeah, Swift, whatever that is. <laughs> well, I, f- I always feel like Apple's my team. So, you know, I just kind of I root for the team and 
I pay attention to what they're doing, but in terms of, you know, knowing the little nuances and things like that, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, I don't know all the little players and all that kind of stuff, but I know that I like that team because people I know like that team. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel the same. You know, I I think just being being married to one of one of us, no, one of these people, like <laughs> that, kind of speaks to itself at how you. I mean, this is a part of your life every day, regardless of you know conversations at WWDC or whatever. Like this is a part of your life every day. I think it's fascinating that you you know. I, mean, I guess a given that yes, you would be interested to some degree, right? Oh yeah, I mean, like I've always really liked computers, and I've always been, you know involved with them and doing things and playing games and um you know I wasn't just like a I, I'm I've never been a person that didn't know my way around a computer you know like or if I wanted to fix something I tried to figure out how to learn how to do it myself before asking awesome. other people to do it and I think that that's kind of what Marco uh he saw he saw a little bit of that in me when you know we were <laughs> dating and it attracted him you know it's awesome <laughs> he's like oh I you kind of know what you're her. doing. Let me show you this keyboard shortcut. It's so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are the cool things, though. That's for sure. That's cool. So I want to know more about you. I want to know, yeah, tell us more about who you are. Oh, I don't, where, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> you knew all these facts about me. Tell us about you. <laughs> uh, just my general facts well, well yeah let's start there Vital let's start statistics. with some general yeah, facts 31 just... 5 8 uh <laughs> weight unknown i'm a capricorn um, anyway, no. <laughs> but no i mean what do you uh what should i lead me somewhere yeah well so uh so what is it at the average day in the life of tiffany Arment? um mostly poop management because i have a son you have a son and he's two um, so mainly dealing with him every day, I'm a stay at home mom locked awesome. in, forced to hang out with him all day. <laughs> it seems like at a certain point that'll become less about poop management. Yeah, hopefully, you know, right now it's also about tantrum management. So, cause he's two and he just, uh, you know, he's testing his boundaries. So yes, we just kind of each hour jumping from thing to thing <laughs> to do and oh, you're tired of this time to eat up oh, tired of that time to nap up oh, tired of that go in the pool like so that's that's how i live my life like, i manage myself that way it's not bad it's not bad it's not bad it's nice now that he's actually like talking back to me about stuff even though it's in gibberish as before it was you know just looking at this little baby loaf and like so how's your day yep, they just wow. stare and drool and sleep and eat and poop and- yeah i've never been so busy but so bored as a new mother like yeah. oh my gosh it is it's outrageous. Babies okay. have that effect of, I, I, I look at one and <laughs> I just think to myself, when does it start doing stuff? Yeah, I yeah. was the same way, Dave, seriously. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, you just keep waiting and waiting until they, for them to all of a sudden, like, oh, when are they going to walk? When are they going to talk? When are they going to do this stuff? And then you're like, oh my God, stop doing all these things. Yes. You're, you're getting into everything. That's but, what, like I wish it weren't illegal to like you know child labor laws and stuff because I, I swear <laughs> that like you could give them so many activities. I used to say like when mine were really little, like two is the prime age, but like a professional drawer emptier, professional cupboard emptier. Oh yeah, you know? I mean I put Adam to work now. I give him a sponge and I'm like here, clean the algae off of the water table. Yeah, Ooh, this is fun. And they do. <laughs> they they're very yeah. Give them a box to put things into. Oh my god, mm-hmm. keep them busy for hours. Anyway, I have no oh, idea yeah. what a water table is. Oh, it's a little ta- <laughs> it's a little plastic table that's about their standing height, and you fill it with water, and they play with it. Okay, it, yeah, that's pretty much it. It is entertainment. I mean, you could do the same thing with like a huge Tupperware, but secretly, yeah. it's training. For then there's nothing dishes. for the grandparents to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, exciting, exciting things. So it's uh, I I always feel bad about this comparison, but. The the best I can figure is it's kind of like having a dog where <laughs> I when I when I got my dog, there was a period of time where she didn't really do much. And I was mostly just like running around cleaning up poop. Yep. Uh, me cleaning the poop, not her cleaning the poop. <laughs> and at a certain yeah. point, we dealt with the poop situation and we got that squared away. And then I kind of just try to teach her stuff. And now she's more or less autonomous. Um. Yeah, but just it's just the I guess the year equivalent of, of the dog growing up stages and then being independent is is a lot takes a lot longer 
with little people. Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to say that having a child and having a dog are equivalent. I'm just well, no, trying we, to. Well, we so. had the dog first, so we understand. We, we used our dog as practice, and it was our furry <laughs> child for the first year. So I, I get that feeling. Of, That's uh, you know, smart, actually. I went straight from house plants that I could barely keep alive to actual human beings. Not the best oh, strategy. House plants. <laughs> I am terrible with house plants. Dude, they they're just so do not love hard. Me. They don't love me either. When I lived in San Francisco, totally different story. They just grew on their own. So I thought I had mastered the skill. But then <laughs> I moved yes, back I to Las Vegas. Thank God. Yeah. I moved back to Las Vegas. No, no. Two months max. Marco's hippie mom has an insane green thumb. Like she, everything just grows for her. And I think it's because she talks to them all the time. Yeah. But I'm not about to go and do that. I can't do it. No. So the, having a dog for a year before you have a baby, like that's, that's like a, a trial, like a buffer, right? Oh yeah. And then once now, once the baby comes, now the dog and the baby play together. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like they totally entertain each other, just running around playing fetch and tug of war. And you're like, ah, this was a great idea. Is it is it because the dog is less responsibility but kind of the same, or is it because if the dog dies, it's not a big deal? Your answer to this question will tell me a lot about you as a person. <laughs> I no would never say a dog dying is not a big deal. I get okay. super okay. attached about animals dying, and I, I get very emotional about that. I rather see people die in movies, mass quantities of people dying in movies, than like one animal die. Oh, I'd that's be a like, real oh, thing. That's totally a real it. thing. You watch. Uh, what was there's uh, I am Legend, terrible movie. Don't if you haven't seen it, don't bother. <laughs> no, but, I've seen it. I've seen it. There's a scene and there's like, you know, th something might happen to the dog. And when things happen to dogs in movies, it's you can watch people die. Oh, yeah. All the time. But when they, they even know it so that when they'll they'll like cut to the dog and and make that they'll like milk the the emotion out of that. Oh, I can't that take thing. it. I just feel uh, so bad. Cause I'm like, they didn't know they're so innocent. Uh, yeah, because who, who who would hurt a dog? Exactly. I mean, come on. They're so loyal. I mean, they're people, uh, fuck them, whatever. There's plenty of dogs. Yeah. Like yeah that, anyone uh, who hurts a dog, I'd be like, you need to die. You know, like I go to the extreme. <laughs> I just true, can't. Though. I can't handle. Like, who hurts handle pets? It. Somebody who had tweeted that whenever they hear that uh, Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh, uh, right. The Angels, they, yeah. they always think of the uh, the homeless dogs, which is funny because to me growing up in Colorado, uh, that was the song that they kept playing on the radio after Columbine. Right. And they would play they would play a version of that song but with like news clips of people's reactions at the school interspl it was really weird uh, actually now that I, I think can't, about yeah, this. I, the montage it gets me emotional. Yeah, Anytime. it's montage, but it's funny it, to, it's like it's, <laughs> it's funny to think now that that people when they hear that song think homeless dogs. Me, I'm thinking uh, people getting shot at school. It and it makes me homeless and abused dogs though and those those yeah. See, I I think uh, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan Still, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so. City okay, of Angels. <laughs> wow, Dan. And silence. Yeah, let's, hey, let's talk about let's talk about some more uh, murdered children and uh, abused animals. I know. Yeah, this is a really great, uplifting podcast. We got the. I'm, gonna, I'm jump. I'm switching the subject. No, I actually I have a curiosity. Um, uh, what's that? Is it about dogs? No, it's not. It is kind of a subject change. It's not about food, believe it or not. But 4th of July is coming up. Yes. <laughs> and I was actually curious. Do you guys do holidays? Do people, does everybody celebrate? And specifically with 4th of July, do you guys like fireworks? What are your oh, opinions I love on fireworks? <laughs> this is like eight questions. Yeah. Well, oh, I have a whole bunch of curiosities about, it. yeah, 4th of July. Fourth, yeah, we uh, we always go up to Marco's family's. Uh, his mom has a house up on a lake, and so we go up there, and there's fireworks, and everyone brings food, and you know, nice. we wear try and wear uh, some red, white, and blue, swim in the lake, Sweet. you know, America. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's about what we do, pretty much every year. That's actually really very cool. Much. Yeah, I don't think I. I mean, I don't. I don't know what I did last year for Fourth of July. I probably, yeah, but you got, I mean, the fireworks. I love fireworks. My brother shot fireworks off at our wedding. So that's, that's what I was going nice. to ask you. Is it like, do you go to a fireworks like show or do you guys have your own fireworks there at the house or? Well, sometimes people will bring some fireworks and they'll shoot them off like at the lake. And then there's a camp across the lake that will sometimes have fireworks. And we usually leave that night. Uh, we don't stay over. So on our drive back, we get to see like all the fireworks happening <laughs> and all the little counties that we're driving through and 
then we get home and you can hear like New York City fireworks and you know it's just there's just fireworks everywhere it's true I live in one of those like suburban area you know suburban Las Vegas so it's dry it's a desert here and we used to have these neighbors across the street that would set off fireworks like all night long and in that the morning dangerous. yeah right in the morning I would <laughs> and go the dry out. dry weather like that yes my driveway would be covered with like firework leftovers and I don't know like yeah. it became a ritual for me to like water my yard the whole like I'll spend an hour just spraying my yard down on the 4th so of July. Please, please don't set a blaze. Please. Yeah. Just. Don't burn our house down, please. Anyway, I just, yeah. So I have like, I had, I would fear. have some uncles that would always like cross the state lines to go get fireworks <laughs> and load up their trunk like crazy hillbillies and like yes. <laughs> driving and that's full of fireworks in their trunk, like huge like mortars and really dangerous stuff. And then they'd just go in the backyard and they're like, let's just shoot this stuff on fire. And then they would you know, just light it up and yes. they give us the little tanks that like drive down the street and light those up and they like explode. And... I love those. Yeah. Oh and then gosh. the sparklers, you know. Those that... weird bullshit fireworks where you, you light them on fire, throw them on the ground, they just turn into snakes. Oh, the oh, yeah. snake ones are the I worst. They're just oh. like the little, the little turds those. of ash. That's pretty much they're what the, they are. They're they the really black are. licorice jelly bean of fireworks. Oh, yeah. Man. And everyone would get the little snaps, you know, and like you'd those throw cool. those at each other. The those are still you throw cool. at people's feet. Yeah. Yeah, my uncles were the same way, but they always go and buy these giant boxes of ridiculous fireworks. As an adult, I look back at that and I go, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> I know. I know. They, uh, one, uh, one of our family members brought this one a couple years ago called uh, the Brouhaha, which was an, a <laughs> tremendous uh, Stein kind of big beer glass looking thing of fireworks that you just like set on fire. And the name just speaks a, for itself. <laughs> exactly. The Brouhaha. I mean, how could you forget that? Oh, I love it. One year we were in front of my uncle's house shooting off fireworks and the you know, it was like a cul de sac and everybody around had, you know, their own fireworks displays in their front yard. <laughs> and it was all well and good until until uh a firework from the neighbor's house uh shot across the street and let my uh let my mom's hair on fire. Oh my god. <gasps> Shut up. Dead serious. Oh, See, did she get that's a scar exactly from it? my fear. No, she she was okay. It was just her hair burned a little bit. It was hilarious though. Was it I mean, at the time burning just hair? a little bit? Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. At the time, it was hilarious. Now I look back and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, people could have died." Yeah. Right. But when I when I'm eight, it's fun. <laughs> Do, does your dog go crazy on? Uh, no, she doesn't seem to mind. She no. doesn't get. She's not upset by thunder or anything like that either. She's uh, pretty atypical of dogs as that stuff goes. Doesn't yeah, our dog too really just ignores it because he's a rug. That, so. <laughs> for hunting dogs, I know that they they take the dogs out when they're puppies. Just so that they're around the the sound of gunfire. That makes sense. So they're not startled. Yeah, I wonder if maybe uh, because I've I've always lived downtown. I wonder if having her as a puppy downtown, like the noise, just never bothered her. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you have to think about that. I always think of the city dogs. I'm like, oh, it must be really loud for them in the city, but they probably just get used to it. Yeah, Pixel doesn't give a shit. She's pretty chill. Even walking, because I take her to the office with me every day. And the walk up and down a major street in New York City. She doesn't care. She's fine. That's great. <laughs> that Nothing is bothers good. her. <laughs> yeah, Hops too. We, we pretty much trained him to to shut his mouth. <laughs> he's adorable. Like I said, he's just, he's just a rug. He's just a love rug. Like he just, what kind oh, of dog that is gross. he? He's a shit poo. <laughs> <laughs> he's a shih tzu and a poodle. So he was pretty oh. much bred to be a lap dog. And then, I don't know, the poodle just makes him soft. <laughs> and yeah, hypoallergenic and hypoallergenic he is shit poo yeah <laughs> did you get the dog did you get that breed because of that yeah i think that that's <laughs> marco picked him okay okay like, i really want a shit poo i know that sounds mm. great it is a he great wanted one. to call it a shit doodle or something i don't know <laughs> it's like mm. see i would have gone like schitzel oh schitzel that would be a. um let's see a Shih Tzu and Pixel. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a god-awful ugly dog. Yeah, they have... Uh, schnoodles are very ugly dogs. That's a Schnauzer and a Poodle. Oh, wow. Awful looking. I really do. I think that some of these combinations are just because the names are funny. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's a horrible way to create a new life. <laughs> My parents had a cockapoo. Oh God! See, yeah. just to, yeah, See? that's <laughs> it's a great name. I love that. No, that's hilarious. No, no. 
about a cockapoo. That's this is these are living creatures we're talking about. <laughs> oh no, that's the one Marco wanted to call a cockadoodle. That's what he said. Cockadoodle. Cockadoodle. Instead of cockapoo. Oh, ah, <laughs> uh, that's not okay. Do people do that with cats? Do cat people have weird cat names? I don't know. I mean, aren't there? Isn't there just like one type of cat? The cat type of cat. <laughs> the cat type of cat. I'm not a cat person. I have no idea. I've seen do cats I. that look different. I assume they're different breeds. I think they either just have hair or they don't. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I don't I know. Have, I have cats. No, they have long hair ones. They do. They have long haired ones, short haired ones, and no haired ones. And then there are all kinds of different things. I'm not really a cat person, but I did Most end cats up with just cats. come from like your backyard, right? Exactly. These ones, <laughs> yep. These ones, one was a giveaway from another friend and one was um this these cats had kittens and we're trying to get rid of them and yeah yeah, yeah the backyard ex- cat exactly so this yep. is what i love about you jamie you don't you're not really a cat person but you have two cats you have two children and you're talking about yeah. how you wish that there weren't child labor laws yeah that's a you know i'm a fantastic human being it sounds like doesn't it <laughs> jeez yeah it sounds pretty um, terrible hey no 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 you just get some reality once you have all these things you're like yeah yeah. you're a super villain on paper uh, yeah <laughs> yes i am <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I never <laughs> thought I was really, uh, I, I didn't really think I was designed to be a parent of human beings either. But that happened and it it's working out. They like me and I like them. And uh, <laughs> they seem to be quality human beings so far. If if that continues on for the duration of their lives, I will have succeeded. I'm good at dog. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that. Singular dog? No, you're dog. not getting a, yeah, a friend. No, I, don't, I don't need another dog. I'm good with the one. I'll be, I'm, you know, I'm just happy she's still alive. It's been almost four years. Pretty happy that I've kept her going. I'm trying to convince Marco to get a second dog. Because, I mean, we have the name Hops, so we needed a barley. You know? <laughs> oh, you better get that cockadoodle. Yeah, see? <laughs> you have all the doodles. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, uh, the one thing about her being in the city, we were just, I stopped at the, uh, the bodega downstairs before I, I came up to record this, and, uh, some some police officers walked in and she barked at them and she doesn't normally bark at people but i i feel like uh if she's gonna bark at anybody cops are the possibly worst possible choice well they do say that uh dogs pick up subtle signals from their owners so if you're uncomfortable with with the cops exactly she becomes uncomfortable with the cops i uh, maybe eh? maybe eh? it's well i am on the lamb so there's that oh see she totally picked up on it. she knows <laughs> She knows. She's like, Dave, they're here. Hi. <laughs> it's the fuzz. <laughs> Play it cool, Vixel. Play it cool. <laughs> they just laughed. It's okay. We get it all the time, sir. <laughs> Getting barked at by dogs. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So you guys, you're not that far away, right? You're, from uh, you? Yeah. No, we're like 15 miles from the city, so we're pretty close. So like a, an eight-hour drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about. Yeah, it depends on what time of day you leave, but I, I think it, you could extend it to about eight hours. Because <laughs> uh, you're, you're like what? Just the other side of the river. Um, we're on the same side of the river. Well, I mean, the r- other side to the north of the river, since Manhattan's an island. Oh, right, the little river. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we're on the other side of the, the littlest river. <laughs> um, we can see Manhattan from our train station. Oh, okay. uh, we used to have an apartment where Marco could um, pee and look at Manhattan at the same time. And he really liked that because <laughs> the window was right above the toilet. And we had this beautiful view from our bathroom. So. There's a, a Thai restaurant in Soho where the bathrooms, the, 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 the wall of the bathroom is a two-way mirror. So oh, while you're, while you're yeah, eating, yeah. you just see a mirror. But when you're standing in the bathroom peeing, you see everybody eating. Our cruise ship was like that on our honeymoon. We had uh, <laughs> the shower wall was a two-way mirror. So you'd be like in a port showering like, yeah. on this gross dock with like, you know, sailors. And you're like, oh my God, this feels really... It feels How does weird, anybody host? feel okay about that? Well, while you're out on the ocean, it's really nice. And so you're like showering and you see like this big, you know, floor to ceiling, ocean, beautiful view. And then... You get into a, a harbor and you're like, oh, I'm feeling get- really weird about this. <laughs> Suddenly the fun has left the room. It's creepy yeah, exactly. to me. It's definitely creepy. I don't know. You just hope it works. That's all. Exactly. Like, oh. Right. I just keep thinking it's going to turn off, you know, like there's a oh button that I accidentally pushed and that's it. It's over. <laughs> well, there's exposed uh, secrets it, out. When we were we were at uh, in San Francisco for the build conference a couple of months ago, me and uh, my coworkers, John and Brent. 
and we we were staying at the Intercontinental, and we were in these these corner rooms, all three of us, different floors, these corner rooms, and we realized, like, I'm on the 25th floor or something, and I walk into the bathroom. It is floor-to-ceiling windows in the bathroom. Yep, I've stayed at that that hotel before, yeah. And it's gorgeous, and you, and you can sit there, and the toilet is right next to the window. <laughs> So you can imagine you're sitting there and you've just got you've got a gorgeous view of of San Francisco and looking out over the bay and it's it's beautiful. Now is and, that two-way glass? And well the <laughs> I guess my assumption was that at least during the day when the sun is hitting the the glass from the outside you can't see in. And uh John was talking about, you know, in the morning, he gets up and doing his business, like being able to look at He's like, he was on like the, the ninth floor or something. So he was two floors above a balcony. And there's some people out on the balcony, like having brunch. And he's watching the waiter come out and take people's orders and things like that. And uh, he, he's, he says, you know, he's, he's looking at this and, and just thinking about, you know, those people are right there. I hope, hope they can't see if they look up. And so we're discussing this as we're walking back to the hotel one day. And we look up and we, we see... We're like, oh well, if if it was this, if it was this side of the building, uh, be this room and it would be this, and we look in, and we could see oh. from the not from the balcony, from the street, right into his bathroom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Clear as day. <laughs> the realization hits. Oh <laughs> shit! This isn't private at all. So it's a good thing nobody looked up. What a thing to see while you're having brunch, though. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you ever have brunch there, that's all you're gonna be like craned up like looking <laughs> seeing like who oh. you can catch what a weird decision architecturally it really yeah. is i don't know it's a trippy thing there is a a, a lounge downtown uh, that has the bathrooms are that way it's the so you, you go in to use the restroom and you can see the other people like washing their hands or whatever you can see out but supposedly they can't see in and when you know when you're washing your hands you can't see in but it's so trippy it's so yeah, that same feeling that you guys talked about. It's just so weird. There's a certain intimacy to it that I'm not entirely comfortable with. I think it would just make me super pee shy. Like well, I just wouldn't that's be able it. to go. You can't. Like, yes, it. performance anxiety, right? Like yeah. I can't do this. That's that is exactly the feeling that 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 happened. Yes. So like, you just gotta wait, wait it out. I have to go home. Everyone leaves. I can't like, do this. <laughs> I can't. It's too much pressure. It's too weird. I'm trying to, I mean, there's a whole series of things like that. Like even just doing this show in front of an audience takes a different kind of mental preparation than doing a recorded version of this. Giving a talk about work uh, on a stage for a, at a conference is very different from just doing the work. Like they're, they're two completely different mindsets. Totally. And then there's this whole other range. And uh, I'll start by saying bathroom and I'll just end with saying bedroom. There's all these other intimate activities. That if you imagine <laughs> that if you, if you even even if there isn't, but if you imagine there's an audience, it completely changes the game. It changes everything there. That just changes everything. Yeah. You got to know who is watching you, I, I think. Or, I or listening. Know. Sometimes apartments have thin walls. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like office space. Right. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, it does. It changes everything. Well, I'm just, I'm still, I'm interested in the the idea of that, um, the the times we think we're alone versus when we have an audience. But like being on camera with surveillance everywhere, cameras everywhere, when you think that you are alone and then you realize there's a camera right there. I don't find that even security cameras like uh, at a bank or an ATM or a convenience store, those don't really change my behavior, but... If I can see the camera, yeah, it does change my posture. Or if I can, sorry, if I can see, if I can see the video screen from the camera. So here's the thing. So we recently got a drop cam, um, and the reason that? a drop cam, it's a little camera you can set up in your home, and there's an app that goes with it, like your little iPhone app, and um, it, it's basically like in-home surveillance, right? And we got it so that we could check on our kitties when we're gone. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. But okay. like, so, um, you know, sometimes we'll go away for just like an overnight or whatever. And then and then also we've actually had some, there've been some car break-ins in our neighborhood recently. So, you know, just like extra layer of protection or whatever. So we put this little drop cam on our piano, which kind of gives you a great view of the entire, my floor plan in my home is really open. So like you can see the the main room, there's like a couch and a 
dining room table and a fireplace and a kitchen. Like you can see everything and including like the door that comes in from the garage and stuff. And um, and so if somebody were to come into the house, you would see them. But also when I just, you know, I'm working during the day, the camera happens to be on, but it also, you know, it, it logs video footage to, you know, saves it on the cloud and all this stuff. But um, you can go back and watch like, you know, I, I don't know. It's definitely... I don't know. It's brought this paranoia to me. So I can turn it off at any time. But sometimes I forget that it's running and I'm like, ooh, you know, I'm just sitting here working and drinking my coffee or whatever. But it's a weird. It's actually a little bit weird. I wonder if that's what my son feels like with the baby monitor in his room. Yeah. <laughs> he will. If, I, if I do it a little bit too long, you know, he gets too old and yep. still have the camera. <laughs> yeah. Mom, yeah. I'm 12. He's 28, still has it in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he calls it uh he calls it the eye. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. He's like eye. I was like, yep. That's, that's the eye. I see you. I know. He started calling it that when he was like one and a half, maybe that's a little awesome. younger than that. See, he knows. I know. Stop. The first time he said that, I was like really kind of shocked. Like, Stop reading him Orwell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. That was my problem. We got. Uh, I got a, a an Xbox One, and it came with the Connect, and the Connect has the camera thing in yep, it. Yep, yep. And it, I, I don't know. I'm not entirely comfortable with the fact that my Xbox could be watching me at all times. Yes, see? I'm worried my phone watches me. You know, sometimes when I'm browsing Twitter, like in the bathroom, I'm like really worried that the phone camera, <laughs> like somehow someone can get. I'm like, this is. I just, you know, sometimes I want to put my thumb over it. Well, <laughs> just, they say that with your computer cameras, right? That like people can hack in and just watch you through your computer camera. I've heard that. Well, the, yeah, the it's whole, just there. Uh, you don't even ever think about it being yeah. there. The whole Snowden NSA thing, they, the revelation was, I mean, supposedly that the NSA could turn on your computer or phone's camera and watch you at any time. At any time. Yep. That scares me. Not even because I'm doing anything wrong, but just like I don't like feeling like I'm being watched. But that's exactly it. You know, it's like you like to know. You like to just, I mean, security cameras are different in places because you expect it, right? I mean, I live in Las Vegas. There are cameras everywhere at all times, right? Not that I hang out in the casinos, but they're there. Um, so you expect it. But yeah, like you were saying with the Connect and even with, you know, drop cam that I put in my own home. But we, we have two connects here. We have one in the playroom and one in our room. And and yeah, like yeah, my home is very video camera. Sometimes when I'm getting ready for for the day or to go out or something, like when I come out of the shower, if my laptop is open, like I close it. Yep. Not because the camera's on or anything like that, but just because, you know what, just in case, just in case, I don't know, something, uh, my dog stepped on a key or something, and now <laughs> there's a, a live streaming video of me walking out of the shower. I just, I just let's remove all chance. Let's remove any chance that that's going to happen. I, keep I just don't think I'm consistent enough to remember that kind of stuff. So it's like every once in a while I'll remember, and then otherwise it's just eh, fair game. Yeah. But meanwhile, we're all pretty much okay. You alluded to this a second ago, Tiff, with... Uh, so we'll tweet from the bathroom. Yep. Yeah. That's sort of like we'll all even openly discuss that we use that we mostly view Twitter <laughs> while well, in the bathroom. Well, my only free time is really in the bathroom, so it's like <laughs> that's where I go to hide. You know, I'm like Marco, watch the kid for a little bit. I gotta go, and I'm just like in there on Twitter. So <laughs> when I need to, for I need him to like be really sure. I'm like, I'm like, I'm leaving my phone outside. You can see I'm not on Twitter. I'm. <laughs> Just really have to go. Oh, oh good. So he knows there's a Because otherwise, if you're in there, for, I mean, if that's the thing, he doesn't know that you're on Twitter. He might think you have some like serious like digestive problems. Oh, no. He knows I hide in there. <laughs> <laughs> I just, sometimes like, I just, mommy needs a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have two girls and there is no minute. There's no minute. <laughs> <laughs> they follow you in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, being a single mom, too, like that. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. You have no there. one to yeah. like pass it on to and be like, just. <laughs> Just watch, watch the girls for a minute. like You, know, you don't yeah. have a leave me alone, I'm in the bathroom. Well, room? they're older now, but like at the age of two or, you oh, know, yeah. even like six. You can't like walk away for a second when Seriously? they're little. They're up on the, they're all of a sudden they're climbing the couch and they're falling off the back and their arms broken. Like that you just turn your back and stuff like that happens. Seriously, and... every story of child disaster, what does the parent say? I, oh, I was only gone for a second. <laughs> right? Every parent in the history of, you well, know. Yeah, but that's like, of course they're going to say that. That. nobody's gonna be like i was only gone for three hours <laughs> or you know what i was gone all day that makes sense it happened so fast i can totally believe that happened yeah yeah i was gone this whole time 
I mean, even when you are there, things happen. But yeah, oh anyways, yeah, the so, yeah. the worst accidents always happen. Like he trips over my leg, <laughs> you know, like and cuts his lip open. Yeah, uh, you know, he he's running treacherously throughout the house, narrowly missing corners, and oh, almost tripping God. over toys, and almost going headfirst into the wine rack, like all these things. And then he comes over to me to give me a hug, and he trips over my foot and gets himself a bloody lip. So <laughs> it's like. You're right on top of me, literally getting hurt. See, this never happens with my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Dogs are much more graceful than two-year-olds. Well, she did come to me the other day. She sort of uh, three-legged hopped over to me and and hands me her her paw. And I take a look and she's got a a great big splinter in it. Aww. I thought it was kind of cute that that she knew to like... Help me. Like she hops over to me like, here, fix this. I don't know what to do here. Yeah, when you see the dogs three-legged hopping, you're like, oh my god, what's yeah. happening? What's going on? What's going on? What'd you break? The closest thing I have to like parental mode in my head. <laughs> I think what's it's wrong? totally legit. Totally legit. It's the same thing. Just oh. a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine a lot easier. Yeah. Except uh, she's never going to go to college and she's never going to get a high-paying job and then take care of me when I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> well, you hope that that's what they do, right? My dog? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do hope that. Well, no, then you could also have one of those, uh, you know, arrested development kids that never grow up, yeah. leech uh, off of you forever, live in your house. Yeah. You know? No. <laughs> that, you know, I... <laughs> Just don't say those horrible things. So. That was uh, that was very... I wasn't that far off from being that guy. Had things gone just a little bit differently, that would have been me. And I think that was me for a little while. Like, when... When I was uh, like 20, 21, I had to move back in with my mom for a little while. It happens. Did yeah. she, uh, Did you guys keep treating your, you know, when you, whenever I go home, I always act like I'm 17 and then my parents treat me like I'm 15. So <laughs> it's like the, all of a sudden you get back into that like, ma, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> that mode of, of being with them. I, you know, even though you can hang out and be adults together as soon as you're back home for maybe like more than 24 hours yeah it becomes like ma well it it becomes for me anyway it it does revert to the way we behaved when i was that age but it wasn't quite that kind of relationship it was mostly just us screaming at each other all the time it was a very wow that got dark (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just you know uh uh, i i was very strong-willed and opinionated and so was she so uh my teenage years were about as fun as you would probably guess. <laughs> I just did a lot of homework. Oh, when that, you were... that also sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah when you were uh, younger, not when you were... Yeah, no, no, no. Not when I go visit now. No, I don't do homework. that'd be weird. <laughs> just doing homework. I still I have those dreams where I forget that I need to be doing homework. You know, you get those anxiety dreams that you miss a class. Yeah. God, how long has it been since we've been back in school? I still have those dreams about like missing an entire semester of one class. Like, I just like, there was a class I was supposed to be going to. Yes. Why did this happen? I've never had that dream. Oh, my God. It's the worst dream. It is the worst dream. I dropped out of high school when I was 16, so that's not a... That's all right. Man, that's yeah, a, that, that's see, good that you, you don't have that dream. a lifetime of those horrible dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great call on my part. <laughs> the anxiety behind those dreams are the worst. <laughs> Seriously. Ever have those dreams where your teeth fall out? I have had nope. that dream before as well, where it's just they crumble. You want to hear something really oh, bad? Oh, that's so awful. Here's something that happened just two weeks ago. One Your of my fell out? no, my tooth no, but my front tooth. I chipped my front tooth. Like what? here, so I'm a nail biter. I hate to admit it, but I'm a nail biter. Um, and I this is I, I was just like, am I getting old? I mean, I've always had healthy teeth. They're fine, but I was I was biting my thumbnail and I chipped my tooth. Seriously, this happened two weeks ago. Is it a bad, really bad one or can you just get it filed out? I got, he like, it took him literally 30 seconds to to fix it. Like he just put some spackle or something on there. It didn't, it wasn't like the whole corner was gone. It was like a little sheath off the front. But, Ah. you know, but it, I did that on a beer bottle while running. Ah, Wait, a beer bottle while running? Do (laughs) explain. It was in a sorority. It happened. I don't know. You're jogging wrong. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you oh, like just running across a room or something? Were you a hatcher? Uh, no, no, we were stealing things from a frat house. Oh, okay. So we were running in the snow while drinking. Okay, well, that's still better than the image I had raid. in my head. Was yeah. like you just go out for your morning run and you take a beer with you. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. No, I don't run. That's horrible. <laughs> drinking, totally okay, but running? <laughs> yeah. Let's be responsible. And drinking. That's okay. I like that that's your story, though, that you were, yeah, chipping, <laughs> chipping your tooth on a beer bottle while running. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone now. They filed it out. <laughs> yeah. The evidence is gone. What were you stealing? Um, paintings and uh, various you were an art thief? memorabilia. Yeah, apparently an art thief. I am. Did you thief. major in art theft? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I did uh, take a class of art history, so I did know what to steal. Is that the class a little bit you missed than the, the entire girl. semester? <laughs> <laughs> you missed the whole semester of art. Oh man. Yeah, that. that was our final exam. Was to you know bring back the most valuable painting on campus, <laughs> and whoever brought back the right painting, right? And, you were you know, I had on to do it. I chipped my tooth to get it. So I hope you get an A. I did. <laughs> no, I think I got a C in that class. Man, what so did you major in? I majored in theater. Oh, actually, nice. Did totally you well, strange? Did you do a lot of plays and stuff? I did. I thought I was going to be a stage manager or a director Ooh, as my career. Nice. And during my first internship in New York City, I decided I hate rehearsals. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, this is, dude, the rehearsals are terrible. You know, like sitting there and going through them all. I used to love it in college and then in the real world, it just wasn't as fun. So I begged them to put me in the costume shop at, nice. uh, at the Playhouse. It was like a small off-Broadway theater. And because I knew how to sew because my grandma taught me. Yes. And yeah, so I though I started making costumes and I got really into that. And I took a class at FIT to learn how to drape and ended up working, um, making costumes for Broadway. See, and all that kind of that's stuff. so awesome. That's the yeah, coolest well, thing. <laughs> Pre-mom. Do you, but do you still use your, you're going to make awesome costumes for your kid. Uh, yeah, I made him a little fox costume. That is uh, so Halloween. Awesome. It was really cute. And then everyone, but everyone on Twitter kept saying, what does the fox say? And I was like, well, actually, it has this really weird noise and da da da, like I'm trying to explain what a fox sounds like. <laughs> and I never saw that video until months later. And I was like, oh, that's what everyone was talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, don't. Fox? Yeah, don't, don't have the idea. You don't either? Nobody knows? I know. That video? That I viral? know. I totally know. I have yeah. Oh, okay. I have children who know, and they know what the fox says, and I hate that song. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's oh in God. your mind. Uh, Put it in the show notes. It's the word. I don't yeah. need to see the video. Just like give me a quick 10-second uh, rundown. That's it. That's uh, well, pretty much it's this guy in a video wearing a fox mask, and they like, go through all the noises that animals make, and then they come to the chorus, and it says, like, what does the fox say? And then they do the stupid, like, ding, 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 yep. ding, ding. I don't know. It's... It's terrible. You can look it up, Dave. You have to look it up. It's like a dance video. It's really dumb. All right. Well. And very, it gets in your mind. Yeah. But in and reality, foxes make horrible noises because we have some in our neighborhood. Foxes. Fox eye. They sound like women <laughs> being like tortured. It's horrible. It's like yeah. everyone like leaves their house. They sound like house. women being tortured. They do. It's horrible. Like they sound like a woman screaming bloody murder. Oh and god! It brings everyone out of their house whenever the fox is like mating or calling its mate oh, or whatever wow. it does when it yells like that. And everyone's like, "Did you hear that? Oh my god!" Turns out it's the fox. That's what the fox says. Yeah, it's it's a nasty noise. That's it's crazy. very frightening, especially in the middle of the night. That's horrifying. See, yeah. this is I, this is why I like it better in the city where it's nice and quiet. <laughs> no fox. <laughs> Identifiable up here, the, up here in the country, 15 miles from Manhattan, full of foxes. Yeah, you're, 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 you're upstate. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're above 14th Street. You're upstate. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's what everyone thinks we're upstate. We're really not upstate. Upstate is upstate. Everyone, everyone thinks that someone else is upstate. That's the rule. Well, it's like being upstream. <laughs> I think it's all relative. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, come on. We can see the city. That's so not upstate. Although, have you ever been to upstate Manhattan? I hear that's nice. I've never been above, I think, like 92nd Street. Yeah, because if you go all the way up to the, the very top of Manhattan, people call that upstate Manhattan. Because it's upstate pretty Manhattan. strangely like rural. And I don't know what's going on up there. I've never been there. I don't know. I, I came to the city thinking that I was going to do all this exploration. And I do, but I do within these weird like boundaries. I kind of gravitate towards stuff I recognize. And yeah. I don't. Well, you don't want to be like, you know, good block, bad block. 
good block, drug block. You know, it's not it's not that bad anymore, but it, you can get in the wrong situation. I don't I think I like looking at the map. Apparently, I live in the uh, the lowest income neighborhood in the entirety of Manhattan. And I, I feel totally safe here. What, where do you live? Lower East Side. I guess a few blocks east, there's like housing projects or something. What's, so, uh, so wait, what What streets are you by? Uh, Essex and Delancey. Yeah, I have no idea. Now your stalkers yeah, so right are going to know where you live, Dave. I used to work on St. Mark's and First. Okay, so just a few blocks from me. So you're, you were um, uh, like three or four blocks or, or five or six blocks northwest. Okay, so I walk through your area. That's where the costume shop was for the particular theater I was working at uh, okay. to go south of where we were. I don't know. I walked through some this really gross park that had a lot of bum sex. I don't know. It was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> so when, wait, when you say bum sex, <laughs> you know, just like a whole bunch of homeless people just go there to oh, okay. to bang homeless each other. Bums. I don't know because that's what happened while I was walking through it every time. Uh, I mean, homeless people—they got to do something. Yeah, and that's where they do it. What did you when think was... she meant? <laughs> in in europe uh well particularly in um england bum means ass oh well (laughs) if you were to go to london and say bum sex i'm really not politically correct sorry (laughs) (laughs) uh what would they say um habitually uh challenged right uh individuals having sex in a park okay okay home uh, home okay homeless sex yeah homeless homeless sex when i was living in denver i lived a few blocks away from a homeless shelter and in the alley behind my building because i would walk out that way to take the dog out sometimes i would find condoms on the on the in the alley uh yeah used used condoms stop every every time are we telling condom stories now (laughs) oh let's Marco had a, a, a used condom uh, left on the hood of his brand new car. <laughs> yep. Yep. With uh, what we think are zipper scratches. Wow. That was fun. Oh. <laughs> Wait, when? When was this? Um, when we lived in our apartment in, in the town that we live in now, he had to park in the because otherwise it was street parking and he had to park and we like bought a parking spot in this like shady <laughs> kind of little apartment building and um wait a minute it was like against some woods and we're pretty sure there was definitely sex on his car because they left the condom <laughs> on it so i mean <laughs> zipper how... marks and zipper scratches zipper on the track. so this is the part i don't understand what is the configuration that you end up with zipper marks on the car well yeah i mean think about it i i, I, th- I can i'm thinking about I it i think i can make that happen in my mind I can make that happen in my mind too. It's not that (laughs) difficult a one to make happen. Where on the car were the zipper marks? On the hood. Like on on the the very front, like someone was leaning over the car. Oh, oh, okay. I I thought you were talking about like up against the car. No, no, like on the very hood of the car. And there were like, I should explain, there were also handprints. Let's see, this is all making a lot more sense. Handprints. You know, use condoms, zipper marks. He's going to kill me for saying the story. Although I think it might have been on one of his podcasts, but he left out the use condom part. Fucking people, man. I know. Animals. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does the fox say? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Oh, wow. What a great story to end on. That was a great story, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> oh, that my came, God. It came out of nowhere. Like the whole show, <laughs> we're talking about normal stuff and whatever, and then suddenly at the end, use condom stories. Everybody's got to use condom Con- stories. Columbine and dogs dying in movies. <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> Good. Fantastically weird, but awesome. I think, uh, I think people are going to listen to this, and they're going to come into the show thinking that it's going to be like, what the first five minutes of the show were, and then it then it turns into this other thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they get a nice little dessert at the end, you know, if they stick, <laughs> if they stick with it. I don't know if uh, I would call a used condom dessert. <laughs> hmm. uh, the aperitif. Oh. Zipper marks on the hood. I just I'm still the zipper marks. 
<laughs> on his new car. It was this new uh, car. See, I thought you were saying that this not happened his current recently. Car, his other that, yeah, car. yeah. I was like, how is this not on Twitter? How is this not already a story? Oh yeah, um, like I said, I'm pretty sure he he told a story that someone had sex on his car, but he left <laughs> off the best part. And I remember listening, you know, in the other room when Adam was an infant and being like, no. <laughs> the best part. So you now it gets revealed on your part. show. The best part. That's right. Oh. The story. The full story. Full disclosure. You heard it here first. Right, where there was no doubt of what happened that <laughs> night on his car. <laughs> it was. What do you think people are thinking when they just throw a condom on the hood of a car? Like, you know what? This is a good enough place for this. <laughs> well, they really want to make sure uh, they knew, you know, where they were banging. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh man, I, I can't and even imagine. It? Yeah, like. That you'd want to leave that evidence there. What do you do with it? Like, if you're Marco, you go out to the car. Well, he he, he swore a lot. And um, I think we found a very large leaf to remove <laughs> it with. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good God. I can't. I uh, I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, and, and what a hor- Like, that's worse than than having your car keyed well i don't know no it's yeah, having worse. your car zippered it, it's it's worse because there's a, for lack of better this is a biohazard sitting on your car well, right i meant i meant the zipper the zipper effect the rather zipper than effect? the condom eh, i just mean because if somebody scratch, keys your but... car that's them being a dick they get nothing out of it if somebody's fucking on your car and they, they happen to leave some marks like that sucks but at least they weren't like maliciously attacking your vehicle they just needed a place to screw Right, and like what you better place than understand. a black BMW, right? Right, you can kind of <laughs> understand. Like, you wouldn't do it yourself, and you're not okay with it, but you at least, you can get your head around why that would happen. I mean, I definitely think they, they did pick the better car in the parking lot. <laughs> so. See, whenever I'm having sex on the hood of a car, I try to make sure it's the <laughs> nicest car. It's, it's well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to have it on some rust bucket. That's terrible. You got to know it's clean, germ-free. You got to take a lady, you got to take a lady to a nice car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nice, nice car hood. Baby, I got this primo hood for you right here. <laughs> I'm not just I'm going to take her to a Chevy or something. Uh... Or a Honda. Ford. It's luxury cars or nothing. <laughs> right. That's right. Four-door sedans <laughs> really show that you're a family man. <laughs> 